0: Two nine, the Mater presents In the Red Zone with Rob Witham. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Massey Wood and West and by the Sports Page Grill in downtown Ashland.
1: A very pleasant good evening everybody hope you have survived all of the rain for the last 72 hours or so on top of what we had prior to that what an a, just a crazy weekend especially down <clears throat> excuse me in chesterfield county um i had a wedding officiated a wedding uh friday night down uh, at swift creek reservoir and wake up saturday morning and see everything that is going on and by the time we got to saturday evening I'm I honestly Calvin I'm sitting at home wondering if where I was for that wedding 24 hour previously was underwater at that point and it probably was because we were dockside in the pouring rain at that point. I, I mean to tell you that's rain that you normally don't see but maybe once or twice every 100 years and I'm very very glad that uh, damage was kept to a minimum most importantly. Um, In terms of keeping people safe and getting them evacuated and whatnot, uh, tremendous work by the Chesterfield County Police Department and everyone who assisted them uh, during these last very trying several days here in the area. And we've got some more storms firing up this evening there is a possibility of a strong uh, storm or two we don't have anything going on on the radar right now that prompts any severe weather there is a new flood advisory down in that part of chesterfield county uh that reaches basically from motoica up to 288 and then around 288 past poite parkway uh, and that'll take place and continue on until nine o'clock tonight so uh, if you're down there be aware any sudden shower of any type of significance Uh, could could probably not the problems we had on saturday certainly could cause some problems uh, in that area want to start tonight with some sad news that came across earlier this morning and it was written about the best by our friends at the facebook page bring hockey back to richmond and i want to read the following to you Uh, they just posted this within the hour they wrote, I moved back to Richmond during the 1993-94 Richmond Renegades East Coast Hockey League season, and that was the first time I had ever heard Renegades' goal. It was the first time I had heard a PA announcer introduce the team in the starting lineup with such enthusiasm. Mike LeVay always knew when to elevate his call to the match of the intensity of the crowd and how to add to that moment. His call at the beginning of the Riley Cup series with Greensboro will always stay with me. That night he took a deep breath and said, I have been waiting for this for so long, end quote. And then he let rip one of the most incredible introductions I have ever heard. Mike was a part of the team, a part of the experience, and he made my hockey games better. Several years later, I was so flattered to have him introduce me at a Flying Squirrels game, and it's something I'll never forget. It is with a heavy heart that they share the news that Mike lost his battle with cancer this morning. And on behalf of Bring Hockey Back to Richmond and all hockey fans that Mike entertained over the years, I'd like to send our condolences to the LeVay family. Rest easy, Mike. That was the message just put up moments ago on the Facebook page of Bring Hockey Back to Richmond. Mike's voice was unmistakable in the Richmond Coliseum during the run of the richmond renegades and he also many of you know him and his great voice from his years working with the university of richmond and the richmond spiders a a phenomenal pa announcer it takes a certain type of person to be a public address announcer. Uh, the, the ones who do it the best, they may not be able to handle an air shift on a radio station. They may not be the best in play by play, but I'll tell you this, the people who are best at play by play will probably look at you and go, please don't ask me to be the public address announcer because everybody thinks that one announcer fits all and it's just not the case. Certain announcers fit certain niche situations perfectly. And Mike LeVay was likely the best PA announcer the city of Richmond's ever seen. Uh, I think I would put Blake Petticord, who is the voice of Mills Godwin Athletics, and you hear him in um, state championship situations at the high school level, down at the Siegel Center for Volleyball and Basketball, Um, and if if we ever get any other of those state championships back up and running into the RVA like we had the spring sports for a couple of years just a bit back, uh, Blake again i I tell people all the time i'd love to clone blake and have him like at almost every high school event all the time he's just got the perfect voice and cadence and understanding for how to do it how, how to read situations how to respond to crowds correctly it is an art form to be a public address announcer you can't just pick up joe off the street and say hey can you read this stuff for us just doesn't work that way and mike proved it in the way that he got crowds going whether it be at the robin center or whether it was back in the day at the richmond coliseum and i was there the night in 1999 uh when the renegades won uh their conference championship and they were on to the um the finals the the o'reilly cup finals uh, i think they played in mississippi uh there in the spring of 99 and just the way that he swayed that crowd during that game that night for someone like me who's been in announcing for now 35 years um was just something to behold and so our richmond um, radio and broadcast and sporting community have has lost a giant we really have my condolences and from all of us at the mater our condolences to mike's family His friends, uh, his longtime colleagues from his time with the Renegades, and certainly his many, many colleagues, including our buddy Bob Black, over at the University of Richmond. Well, coming up in this hour, let's turn the page and see where we're going. In a few moments, we're going to be talking live with the head baseball coach at Randolph-Macon College. Ray Hedrick is going to uh, join us by phone. We haven't had a chance to talk to Ray since everything broke down in March and the pandemic got underway just as their team ranked near the top in, in, in all the Division Three polls nationwide was wrapping up a win when they got word that the season may be coming to a close. And Ray can tell that story obviously a lot better than I can uh, because he was there watching it all unfold on that March afternoon. And We'll, we'll talk about that a bit, but I want to look ahead for them as the NCAA announces today that they will tell us in about a month what they're looking to do when it comes to college basketball, the 2020-2021 season. Reminding ourselves that the 2019-2020 season was cut short and no championships were awarded because of COVID-19. What are they thinking of? And what do they think they're gonna be able to do? And how much planning can you really do when we can't tell you medically what's gonna be going on in 90 days, 180 days? heck a year from now so there's a whole lot of work and then some of it may come in very handy and some of it may go just poof out the window but you have to plan it anyway so as we talked a bit about that with coach pedro Aruza of randolph making football last week We'll get the, uh, the thoughts of Ray Hedrick, the baseball coach, coming up here in just a couple of moments. And then later this hour, I am joined by two of my friends from our good buddies at Massey Wood and West. They've been on the program before, and I, I thought it very, very critical to get them back on tonight for three reasons, really. Number one, we are in the heat of the summer season, but certainly this summer's dynamics have changed in the last few weeks, beginning with the ASEAS coming through and then having all the rain here this weekend. Can that affect your system as we go into the latter months of summer um you know is is there ever an optimal good time if you need to either replace a hvac unit or you want to get one and you're in a home that's never had one before what's that process like uh is it too early to talk about winter and how important it is right now to do everything you can to make sure that not only are you cooled in your home or coming up this winter you're warm you want to make sure your years clean That is much more important than anything else. So all of that coming up with our friends from Massey, and West later in the hour. We'll take a quick pause, come back, and in just a couple of minutes, we'll talk live with Ray Hedrick, head baseball coach at Randolph-Macon College. Glad you're with us on this Monday night. You are in the red zone. In the red zone. We'll
0: take a short time out. We'll be right back. So stay tuned to The Mater. When
2: you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Thinkin' Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Thinkin' Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Thinkin' Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Thinkin' Ink in Ashland, right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead, brochures, or business forms. We Think Thinkin' Ink in Ashland.
1: There's never been a more important time to make sure the air in your home is clean as well as comfortable. Massey Wood and West, serving Virginia since 1923, is ready to help. Massey Wood and West offers quality cleaning services for your HVAC units and can make sure it's ready for the heat of the summer to come. Massey Wood and West proudly offers Rheem heating and cooling systems, and if it's time to replace that HVAC unit, now is the perfect time to do so. The friendly staff at Massey Wood & West always looks out for your well-being and is working under all CDC guidelines. Need a new duct system? Massey Wood & West can handle that too. Plus, Massey Wood & West is proud to offer ream water heaters. So call 355-1721. Ask for Doug or Al. They'll be glad to help you get ready. 355-1721, Massey Wood & West. Online at MasseyWoodandWest.com. That's Massey Wood & West dot com.
3: Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. U.S. taxpayer expense. Bring
1: team back live here in the red zone on this monday night brought to you by our friends at massey wood and west who we'll be talking with later in this hour 355-1721 masseywoodandwest.com and our fans also and friends at we think in inc all the custom printing you need to get done for your business or your nonprofit organization right there on england street in ashland at we think in do have one significant storm right now that's packing a punch in southern chesterfield county looks like it's taking dead aim for colonial. Heights and Petersburg so don't be surprised if you're listening driving south on I-95 in that direction if you suddenly hit a bunch of rain good news is it's not sitting there it's moving through nothing like Saturday well let me take you back to Thursday March 12th 2020 Um, our season personally ended uh, the, the night before had the opportunity to uh, broadcast a women's lacrosse match over at Randolph Macon. The Lady Yellow Jackets getting a victory that night. And then we came over here and was working on some things here at the radio station. And that was the night that the NBA suspended their season after a positive test for COVID 19. And the entire sports world's house of cards at that point seemed to kind of collapse. That next afternoon, Randolph-Macon baseball, which had currently sat with a record of 13-1, and one, was about to take the field in a non-conference affair against York of Pennsylvania. And we haven't had an opportunity to talk to this gentleman since that particular time. So I want to look back a little bit, but I want to do most of our time looking forward tonight. But head coach Ray Hedrick, longtime head coach at Randolph-Macon college and baseball joins us here live on the Mater on this Monday night coach hedrick good to have you with us thank you so much for taking the time out to join us uh i I know it's not fun but i i I can't even begin to imagine your perspective about the date of march 12th remind me give me an idea of what your mindset was and and were you aware prior to that game that that could be the end for the season
2: uh, well, it's good to hear your voice, Rob. I feel like um, I'm back on Ken Beatrice back in the old days up in D.C. Uh, sports Call. You remember that show? Yes, sir. <laughs> I used to call that show as a kid all the time. So I to, it's bringing back lots of good memories for me. But it is good to it is good to connect with you and, and good to be able to get here and talk about sports with everything going on in the world. So thank you for this opportunity. Um, as it relates to uh, you know that, that week uh, leading into March 12th, had a pretty good indication you know just just seeing how things were, were evolving um throughout the country and, and in our little sports world uh at randolph macon you know that previous weekend we had had a um uh single game on saturday and a single game on sunday our conference opener against Guilford. and uh, we were fortunate to win both games but saturday was a real ugly win and i remember talking to the guys after saturday's game and just reminding them like any coach would about you know not taking your opportunities for granted and playing every game like it's your last game. And, and, I, and I specifically talked about the pandemic and the way things looked like they were going and just said, you know, guys, we don't we don't know how long we're going to have to play. Now, at that point, Rob, I had no idea that hmm. we were less than a week away from having everything, you know, fall apart. But, right. um, you know, so that kind of started the dialogue. And then that Tuesday, uh, I, I, you know, it seemed like things were rapidly evolving, um, you know, and so I, I got our seniors together during a class break that we typically have on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we had a, a, just a quick meeting. And, and I told them, I said, guys, it's, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And, uh, again, even at that point, I did not foresee us getting shut down within 40, 48 to 72 hours. But I reassured the seniors that, that I knew everything. Um, I was telling them everything that I knew, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no sense in having, you know, any calls in the administration that everyone was trying to, trying to do the best they could. The crazy part about all this is President Linger and our college president actually came to meet with our team on Wednesday. It was strictly coincidence. Every every season he always meets with each team, typically in the preseason, to just talk about goals and, and and the things that he you know values in the student athlete experience. And unfortunately, we started our season as you well remember down in Alabama, right? And so he didn't have a chance to meet with us early. So coincidentally, he came to meet with our team on. I feel so bad for the guy It was it was you know right in the middle of all this and the college is trying to make decisions and he's on uh, different president's councils at a, at a conference and a national level and so he's got the world on his shoulders and he's coming out to talk to the baseball team and as he pulls pulls up in his cart and he and i sit there outside the and he's like so what do you think i should say <laughs> and i said i just think we have to be honest with the kids i've prepared them uh, particularly the seniors they know that It's not looking good. And this was the Wednesday uh, practice prior to what you mentioned that evening of the NBA canceling. right? Um, And then Thursday morning, like every day, Rob, it just evolved. And then that Thursday morning, I'm talking to the coach from York, Pennsylvania, and there's a chance that they might not even get on the bus. Mm. And I remember talking to uh, one of our administrators and and just, hey, look, we can't go out like this. I mean, clearly I don't want to put anybody at risk. There was a question about the Shiva basketball team whether they were going to come down because our basketball team was in the gym, right. getting ready for their Sweet Sixteen appearance, and that team was traveling down from New York. So we ended up getting New York on the bus. We got them down there, and I knew, you know, that 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 was going to be as close to to the end as we could. So we actually, uh, our assistant coaches, M. L. Morgan, Anthony Burke, Jeff Butler, we all talked uh, and we agreed that this was going to be our senior day. It's not how we envisioned it happening with this group a group that had had so many wins and played in the world series their sophomore year but this was going to be their senior day so we we had steadily prepared them and even two hours before the game we told uh, all of our underclassmen that, that we were going to ride and die spoke so to speak with our seniors and that's exactly what we did and you saw the end result uh, they played you know i mean they, they played out of their minds uh it was just an awesome experience to be a part of in terms of seeing them succeed meaning our senior student-athletes, at such a high level, uh, knowing what was potentially at stake in terms of their future, watching some of those pitchers walk off the mound potentially for the last time Mm. in their careers. Um, And even during that game, Rob, there was such an ebb and flow. And about the third inning, we got word that President Lindgren had said, athletes, no matter what happens with the school, athletes will be supported on campus, and we will continue to move forward with as competitive as a spring as we possibly can. And then the sixth inning, the NCAA canceled winter and spring championships. And it's like, well, guess there's not really much of a reason to keep athletes on campus anymore. So, it. Right. I think we did the best we could to prepare our students for what was ahead. But you know, it's a, such an emotional time. I, I don't. I, you know, who's to say? You know, if it if it worked the way that we wanted to. I mean, I mean from the outside looking in, it it did. But uh, yeah, it's uh, here we are, and now it's August.
1: Yeah, and and now it's August. You're absolutely right. I cannot believe how the last five months have flown. It's just been insane. You would think, in this circumstance, that time would just drag on, but this has been been a complete one hundred and eighty from that. If just my personal opinion. Uh, what were the next several weeks like though for you coach and for your coaching staff suddenly not only is the season gone but the kids are they've gone home and and so you've got to kind of mind the store in the sense of okay how am I taking care of these kids uh, making sure that from a mental standpoint you know they're weathering this storm and this sudden complete change you know in, in life we expect some things to happen like there might be a hurricane coming and we might lose a week's worth of play or or we might have something else happen and but but we'll get the games in eventually this is a totally different situation what were the challenges that you faced as a coaching staff say in the first 30 to 60 days of this ordeal
2: well initially uh, you know initially rob you know on the 13th we had a meeting and uh, that's when you know the college had decided to disperse campus and and let kids um you know move on and 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 do distance learning so we had a meeting then and and uh you know at that time i didn't know how long of a wait we were going to have you know we had not had our spring break yet so there was talk that maybe we would just go distance learning until spring break um so we were actually putting a lot of our energies as a coaching staff and and i in particular with the other league coaches to um come up with some type of um hybrid schedule that would allow us to pick back up in april and i had Specifically, talk to our seniors about how that may look. Now, keep in mind, the spring championships have been canceled, so we knew that there was no regional, super regional, World Series opportunities ahead. But the seniors all felt like if there was a chance to keep playing and you could win a ODAC championship, now at that time, we also didn't know that they could be given your eligibility back, right? So, right as the week of, of of March 9th you know, kind of you know was up and down. So were those next several weeks, like. We got the spring break and we realized, yeah, we're not coming back. <laughs> it's just, yeah. and the college was able to kind of uh, get their heads around some things and was able to, they were able to administratively plan the distance learning for the remainder of the semester. So early on, it was, it was kind of, all right, let's come up with a plan for April first. Okay, let's come up with a plan for April fifteenth. Okay, we don't need to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And, and then the the process evolved. That might have been the thirteenth, actually, Rob. That the NCAA granted blanket waivers for everyone with not a whole lot of explanation. Um, but but to your direct question, you know, it, it, it just it took some time to, you know, work through some of the emotion. And, um, boy, if ever there's a time where you, you, you express to your guys control and controllable, this was it because there wasn't much they could control as it related to decisions that were being made. But what they could control is, you know, making the best attempt to finish as strong as they could in the classroom and, 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 and try to come out on the other end of this better and more prepared. Um, given the adversity that they face, because this, this was something bigger than an umpire's call Gosh. or a raid delay. But this was, you know, this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience that hopefully none of us have to go through again. And um, so, you're, you know, the, the piece that concerns me, you know, in all of this is the mental health piece and and how, how kids are going to be able to respond from that. But we've been very fortunate. Um, we've got eight of our 15 seniors who have committed to the potential to return in the spring mm-hmm. uh, if we're able to put together a championship run in 2021 per the per the league and per the NCAA um, and we've been very fortunate to retain the, the, the rest of our remaining roster and we have a really solid recruiting class coming in so I think our coaching staff and our institution in general did a really good job of staying connected um, and building continuing to build relationships albeit from a distance with the students and you know as it stands right now you know Randolph-Macon baseball and really I think in general Randolph-Macon college is is in a really good place as we as we try to um, you know bring the students back and, and get some type of sense of normalcy back.
1: So uh, coach and this is Randolph-Macon head baseball coach Ray Hedrick for those of you just joining us here live on in the red zone. Coach how much did the pandemic affect the final um kind of the finality of getting the class of 2024 ready was it more of an effect and is it still more of an effect on dealing with you know looking at rising juniors uh in high school right now which would eventually be the class of 2025 and what what types of challenges can you speak to in terms of of recruiting during the last several months
2: well you know we're sitting here talking about how how our program was impacted and how our student athletes at Randolph-Macon were impacted. Uh, and I don't, I mean, sixteen games is, is sixteen games, but that's sixteen more than the high school kids got to play in the right. incoming class that you mentioned of twenty twenty four. Yep. And um, so we as a staff had to do a really good job of engaging those kids as, as those decisions were made, uh, because they were made a little bit on, in a delayed fa- uh, manner than ours were. I mean, our decisions were made and. And early to mid-March, the high school decisions were made, and late March, early April, if I recall, maybe up to mid-April. So, you know, we as a staff really had to spend not only a lot of time engaging our current roster and helping them manage the distance learning, but we also had to make sure that, that our incoming class was managing themselves okay, uh, not only physically but mentally, just with the idea that, that they lost uh, a whole season to competitive baseball. And here's, here's the crazy part as it relates to, to those kids, you know, so the guys that are in college right now the student athletes of any sport in college right now for for the spring anyway have been granted a year of eligibility back now whether or not they use it some will some won't right um these high school kids haven't been given anything back no they lost a year of competition last spring um and they've only got four in college assuming they're healthy and they you know don't register depending on what level they go to and what have you but those, those kids really lost out. They don't, they don't get anything back. They lost a full competitive spring of competition. Um, so you're really kind of keeping them involved and engaged and, and just being there to listen and talk them through some things. And, and I do think, at least from our perspective, Rob, the one thing that was nice um, was that we were having a high level of success. So even in the, the immediate disappointment of not having a spring season, I think the kids were very eager at the thought of what they were getting into here at Randolph-Macon. And they've continued to remain eager, uh, again, as we've gone through the summer months. And some of them have had the chance to play baseball because, you know, there, there have been some, some athletic events going on throughout the state in a social distance type of environment. And so many of them, the high school kids, that is, got to play some summer baseball in some capacity or the other. Uh, as it relates to the current recruiting uh, in the class of, of what would be 2025, You know we're just dipping our toe in the water right now Mm -hmm. Um, we have been able to recruit uh, unlike Division 1 and Division 2 we have been able to get on the road and see a lot of games and of course my coaching staff is as good as anybody when it comes to work ethic and getting out on the road ML Morgan Anthony Burke and and Jeff Butler and and uh, and they have complimented me and uh, uh, ten times over so we've got a really good um, idea of what we want to do but We also know we have a very competitive roster. Uh, We have eight seniors coming back, as I mentioned, super seniors as we like to call them. We have 15 freshmen coming in, and then we've got, you know, a spattering of about 30 to 35 in the middle there. So our roster far exceeds what we're really comfortable with right now. So we don't feel the stress of having to go out and and bring in an absorbent amount of students uh, in this next recruiting class. So, you know, right now we, we feel like we're in a really good place. With our incoming class of twenty twenty fours that that move in this weekend and our you know the, and the rising seniors or, or what would be the class of twenty twenty five
1: and before I let you go, coach, <clears throat> take your coach hat off for just a moment and just put your Randolph-Macon hat on. We're on the eve now of students getting ready to come back for a semester unlike any other, give me kind of the mood and the feeling and, 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 and what the, the student-athletes and the regular students themselves who do not participate athletically uh, can expect when they get on campus. What's been going on here for final preparations over the last few weeks?
2: Well everybody's doing their part. Um, it's, I've been, it's been a real proud time to be part of the Randolph-Macon community and, and our athletic department and several programs have pitched in um, and, and helped um, with the physical plant and uh, operations on campus as it relates to uh, moving moving um, you know, preparing classrooms and moving furniture and storing furniture uh, so that we have the, um, the safest um, you know, classroom space and meeting space for our students coming back think like anywhere there's a there's a little bit of apprehension a little bit of anxiety because you don't know what to expect but I know that everybody I mean we've we've been without students for the better part of these five months as we mentioned throughout this conversation And, and I think everyone is just eager to have students back and it may not be in the way that we are accustomed to having students back without the fall sports without some of the social activities on campus but we're hoping that our ability to interact in some form or fashion with students um, will generate some positive uh, responses and um, we'll get that you know, energy back that, that really any and all college campuses read not, need right now, but, but particularly our college campus in Ashland. And, and so I think uh, apprehension a little bit, but I think some eagerness as well. I know our department is just, you know, we just want to, we want to engage with our athletes. We're tired of looking them on a computer screen and <laughs> we still have to do part of that, I think yeah, throughout the fall, but just having access to them And being able to engage with them, you know, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a mask, you know, just being able to have eye contact and and just to be able to be around them and and help them develop. Because really our job, Rob, isn't just about developing them as athletes. It's about taking them from being dependent on their families when they leave home to being independent when they graduate. And and so just being able to do that person to person, I think, is uh, going to be as exciting re-entrance into the fall as we have probably had in a long time on our campus.
1: Amen to that. Yeah, Zoom can do but so much, but man, even if I can't see your smile, I can see the compassion and the excitement in somebody's eye when they're wearing a mask six feet away from me, and I, I know that's going to make just su- such a huge difference, not just to the ones coming back, but especially these incoming freshmen who are coming in under extraordinary circumstances, and I know you guys have got that place ready to go just as much as you possibly can, and, and from all of us who are such fans of randolph making College, both academically and athletically, a big thanks to everyone over there for all the they've done here in the summer to get this thing up and running we hope and pray one week from today coach hedrick always a pleasure to talk to you my friend thank you for your time tonight good luck keep in touch
2: okay thanks for all you do i always enjoy talking to you
1: thanks my friend coach ray hedrick randolph making college baseball Uh, again the students are back in next week in ashland no there are no fall sports odak canceled that back in july ncaa canceled division three fall championships a week or so ago um what's going to happen with winter sports we're not sure they cannot start practicing or playing until at the earliest january one so any december action for basketball or swimming, etc., not going to happen. Could be uh, um, kind of a truncated season if they get the green light January 1st, because they got to practice some before they can start playing. Maybe that goes into March and April a little bit deeper than usual, and maybe just maybe, if we all do our part and do the things that we've been told to do, maybe just maybe we can play ball again at the Hue on time coming up in about six months or so all right let's take our next time out here in the red zone when we come back we are going to talk about a very important subject with some very good friends uh, yeah i like to keep your air cool in the summer at your house and warm at the winter too But right now the most important thing is to make sure you keep it clean for your family we're going to talk about that and much more with our friends from massey wood and west on the other side of this break live here on this monday night on 1029 the mater back in a moment you are in the red zone. We'll be back with more from
0: the Red Zone after these messages.
1: There's never been a more important time to make sure the air in your home is clean as well as comfortable. Massey Wooden West, serving Virginia since 1923, is ready to help. Massey Wooden West offers quality cleaning services for your HVAC units and can make sure it's ready for the heat of the summer to come. Massey Wood and West proudly offers Rheem heating and cooling systems. And if it's time to replace that HVAC unit, now is the perfect time to do so. The friendly staff at Massey Wood & West always looks out for your well-being and is working under all CDC guidelines. Need a new duct system? Massey Wood & West can handle that too. Plus, Massey Wood & West is proud to offer ream water heaters. So call 355-1721. Ask for Doug or Al. They'll be glad to help you get ready. 355-1721, Massey Wood & West. Online at MasseyWoodandWest.com. That's Massey Wood & West.
3: I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that services and it support you and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek get started now and we'll help you instantly call 877-801-0746 877-801-0746 that's 877-801-0746 i promise that you'll never find another like me i know that i
1: live here in the major studios on this monday night in the red zone big thank you to coach ray hedrick head coach at randolph macon baseball for joining us our first chance to have a conversation with him and i you, i know some of you are thinking you know well they got canceled in march and i haven't played since what could he have possibly be doing uh, they're working double time at, at every college and university in America right now because they're working and planning for scenarios that they don't know whether they're going to come up or not. Not only do you have to have a plan A and a plan B, you got to go all the way down to plan J and K. Mm-hmm. And even then, they may not happen. So... Uh, A big thank you to everyone over there helping to get the students ready as again, they'll be coming on campus this weekend and getting things started again, some virtual classes, some in person classes, a ton of social distancing uh, beginning next Monday. Quick weather reminder, flood advisory in effect in Chesterfield County for most of the county, especially there around the Swift Creek Reservoir where things were so nasty on Saturday until 9 PM. That storm I told you about has expanded now and it is covering the tri city area uh, and into Prince George it's going now and we've got one back behind us that may also come into Chesterfield before all is said and done so we'll keep you posted of course with Skyscan weather twice an hour here on the Mater well in the red zone could not be a reality without our friends at Massey and West and we we talk about them every week and we had uh, the privilege to have some of the guys over on the show uh, back this seems like so long ago. Back in the days when we were doing the show at Sports Page, Grill Ashland and then all of a sudden one night we found ourselves back here in the friendly confines of the studio and uh, we have asked Massey Wooden West to come back and sit a spell with us tonight because there are several things I want to talk to them about that are Actually, you can put all of it into the relationship of sports because you've got kids coming back into dorms this week uh, at colleges across the area and across the nation. Uh, You have uh, moms and dads who are right now frantically trying to figure out how they're going to do at least nine weeks of virtual learning with their elementary, middle, or high school kids, and who knows, maybe a full semester or even more than that. So we want to talk about things such as keeping your air in your home clean just as much as you want to keep it cool and keep it warm so i've got al and i've got wes from Wood and west hanging out with us tonight guys you've been so patient thanks for being with us tonight how are you
4: doing well doing well long work day glad to be off but <laughs> doing
1: well doing well so how has this this whole covid19 thing affected you guys in terms of workload, it may, is it the same amount of workload, you just have to do things differently, or how's it gone?
4: It's it's pretty steady. Uh, you have your customers who are, f- of course, concerned about what's going on, you know, but we do everything on our end to make sure that we're being safe for ourselves and the customers. And so, you know, of course you have those people that are, you know, thinking about it and thinking they might want somebody out, but then don't want anybody in their house. And yeah. then they're like, I really don't have a choice. So. Uh, it's, it goes both ways so
1: therefore you guys have got to not only kind of sell yourselves as the people who can take care of whatever issue they have or provide the service that they're looking for but you've got to put them at ease to where I'm, I'm gonna do this safely for you you don't have to worry about me coming in and giving you a beautiful new HVAC unit and COVID-19 is a byproduct you know what I'm saying right right I, I mean that's 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 a, a that's a definite concern that anybody would have
5: Well, as you, as you said it's almost like dealing with sports the, I go out there in the sales part of it, and I uh, reassure them that we're doing everything under the guidelines you know, for the Center of Disease Control yes. as well, and to make sure that we have the protection, that the employees have the protection, and then we have all the people there because you know, they're worried that something's going to break. They're going to be more frantic over getting it fixed in a hurry. And not worrying about being taken advantage of right but you know the employees at Massey Wood and West all across the board from in the house in the office to out in the field that have been there helping in all the avenues that we do and it's just been an important thing for making sure you're wearing your face coverings when you're going in yep. that we have the sanitizers that we put out there for all the drivers to have in their vehicles mm-hmm. And we're, you know, disinfecting the vehicles, they're wearing shoes to protect the people's houses when they have to go in there. Lots of times I'm meeting them on the outside because they, in the beginning they don't really feel comfortable until they get to, you know, see what protection you're doing. And then, but you know, you got to go in, take measurements, that kind of thing to figure things out to make sure they're getting the right product because all the products have changed on their efficiency ratings, you know, that have to do with affecting the air as well. and then trying to keep them in their social distancing that I'm <laughs> definitely seeing being out there in the field that people that the six feet isn't really enough. I had one lady, she's holding a pole up. <laughs> you, <laughs> know, to, hey. you know, so, and was just worked at her husband kept saying, put that down, put that down, put that down. But you know, it was, I was, I said, she's fine. Yeah. And, and cause it's what made her feel comfortable. Right. And. And then, and she even asked, "Does your employees that are going to be coming here have everything that they need to protect us as well as them?" And absolutely, we're definitely you know geared on that, and we have the support system to make sure that that happens. And yeah, you know, and it, and it's difficult because you get down and crawling underneath in people's houses and yep. and up in their attics and the whole thing, and it's very hot and all of that. But people are understanding it. And then when you're getting into the, you know, the filters, you know, we'll talk about that as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it sounds like you almost have in, in, from a sales standpoint, like an extra lo- round of pitching you have to do. You ha- you have an appointment with maybe a new customer and you're there and you get there and now you've got to kind of sell the fact that you're there to do serious business and also make sure that your potential customers or returning customers are as safely protected as possible while you accommodate whatever they need. And absolutely. And the company definitely
5: investigated that in the beginning to make sure that everybody was trained to be ready for that as quick as we could because mm-hmm. and and like you said a few minutes ago talking to the coach it's an ongoing changing thing you know some people you know that say, i've gone in the houses where they say well this is no masks on i say, so, well you know my company requires me <coughs> to wear it right and and, they need
1: to respect and, the fact that your company and, requires and, you to wear it. Right,
5: and and so they did. They said that's fine, and hopefully, you know, they as as you've seen even on the radio, it's difficult to talk with them on. Oh same, yes, and in person, same on the phone, and yeah. You
1: know, but we wear them everywhere. We got to wear them. Yep, I totally understand. We are socially distanced, by the way. We and, are, and Calvin is in the other studios, so all is all is good. All, all is, is, good. is good. So I, this is really the big thing I want to punch on. Wes, let me bring you in on this and and Al, please fill in, help me out. I've talked in the last several weeks, you know, it used to be, we talk about you guys here in the program. It's always, you know, summer's coming, get that tune up, get it ready. If you need a new HVAC unit, et cetera, et cetera. And in a normal year about this time, as we get closer and closer to what would be football season, I'd start to think, okay, everybody, I know it's hard to believe because you're sweating like a pig but you're gonna be freezing soon if you don't you know, order the heating oil or get the HVAC unit checked to make sure it's ready for that. Now it's all about clean. How can you keep the air in my home, my my business, my my dorm, whatever, clean? How do you do it in this a, in this age?
4: Clean air is definitely important, Rob, especially with COVID nineteen going on. Yep. You know, everybody wants to be extra clean. Well, I am going to give the world a little secret. Okay. Okay. Little secret. Filters. Filters. Okay. You have to check your filters. Okay. If you have a standard air filter, sometimes referred to as a butterfly net, they don't seem to catch much effect. So we have a little trick to help with this, and it's something as simple as taking that filter out and adding a little disinfectant uh, to help that dust stick a little more and running your AC system. A lot of people wouldn't have that information. I'm giving it out tonight specially. Interesting. Okay, okay. So also uh, we also offer options like air purifiers, which is a very, very good option, very cost-efficient. Don't go out and buy high-capacity filters because they can cause restrictions If your system ductwork is not designed for it, Hmm. you can also add UV lights, uh, which is a very, very, very beneficial thing to have this day and age.
1: Now, where would you, let me stop you there. Where would you put the UV lighting? And I have a reason for asking
4: Yes, the UV lighting is installed inside of the customer's ductwork.
1: Okay. Right at the air filter. (coughs) Okay. So uh, how, uh, let me play devil's advocate here. Okay. How can I, how can I make sure that something's not going to, it's not going to have a mishap with it and it's going to cause a fire? that i can't see Mm
4: -hmm. that is highly unlikely okay Uh, anything that we are going to install and i'm sure anybody else you know we're we're going to make sure everything is satisfactory we're going to make sure we're installing only you know equipment that's supposed to be there so we don't have to worry about things like that don't have to worry about that if you are worried Call Massey Wood and West, (laughs) we're the professionals, we're here to get it done. Uh, Ask for Wesley, Uh, I'm here all the time, or there all the time, (laughs) but yeah, uh, we'll we'll get it right. You'll get it right, and Al, you want to add to that? We're
1: in constant
5: contact with each other, and the other thing is we do a maintenance agreement that you could get in on those, and cleaning those filters twice a year.
1: That helps with the concern of that. With that, okay, excellent. Excellent. I'm glad you brought that up. But I want, but that was something that even I, as, uh, as here in the last several months, that discussion has come up in my house. And I'm like, yeah, but what, a, what if it's somewhere and I can't, you know, I don't put my head up in the attic every day or, right. or, or whatever. So you, that, that was kind of a concern of mine. And I thought right there at that moment, I thought, okay, Wes can answer this question for yeah, me.
4: We also, you know, we run specials uh, certain times a year just to try to help people get these things done. Usually, you know, a special can help a person that Mike can't usually afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we try to take care of that as well. Uh, we want to help everybody. Now what else in
1: terms of cleaning, uh, the, getting the air cleaned? We've, we've mentioned the disinfectant trick with right. filters. What right. type of filter that you use? Mm-hmm. Obviously, how often you change your filter is important too, too correct?
4: Yes. Uh, you want to change that filter at least twice a year, mm-hmm. uh, once usually in the spring, uh, another time usually getting to the heated season. Uh, and you, you want to definitely take care of that filter. I can't say that enough. Can't say that enough. Uh, if you're looking to upgrade your system, there's also what's called uh, a media filter. Uh, media filters last up to six months without being changed. Uh, and so, you know, th- we we recommend changing standard uh filters at least twice a year but a media filter it'll solve all problems
1: wow really where depending upon i guess the system where would that be placed same spot same spot so no no difference nothing has to be added on or anything like that no sir wow yeah. Very interesting. Now, I'll bring uh, Mr. Al back into the conversation here. I, I want to talk to you about, you guys have really um, created and forged a bond with Reem here in the last several months. Give me a reason for the direction of that um, and, and just how quality Ream products are, because I know you guys have been in business now here in Richmond for almost a century. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get together with somebody who's going to be giving your customers uh, you know, not superior products. They've got to be top of the line. What's so good well, about them?
5: Ream has been around for a very long time as well. That's true. Um, and, you know, they have the heating and the AC equipment and tanks and the tankless hot water heaters and uh, the generators. And the, the, the tankless hot water heaters are not for everybody because you only burn the... the either the gas or the propane okay. that you use versus constantly keeping a pilot and constantly lighting uh, as to whether it's going to save you money or not and that's one of the things that we have to kind of assess of what's right for the person's purchasing it um the and the generators has become more popular um, you know, in this day and age, sure, got a lot of phone calls from this past
1: week. <laughs> I
4: bet you did. I want to uh, I want to chime in about yeah. Ream. Uh, you mentioned Massey Wood and West and being around for a hundred years, mm-hmm. and so that is stability, yes. And so, when we look to Rheem, we also look for stability for our customers. Uh, one of my technicians will always say, I, I want to get it fixed. Well, we know Ream has lots of parts warehouses near, we know that if your system breaks down you know our job is to get it fixed as soon as possible and so we want to partner with people like ream to give us the ability to access those things so we can get our customers back up and running
1: so it can get done that's right precisely because it's all part of that chain and boy have we talked so much about supply chains since the start of covid19 i mean today my my, my daughter and i made a run last time i went to this establishment n- no toilet paper right. I'm like oh go here we go second wave we went today they had it we're like yay but it's it's this. The last five months have reminded us just how incredibly important to our infrastructure supply chains are. Yes, and I'm sure that's exactly the same thing which, with uh, what you just mentioned there, Wes. About if you've got a client calling you, it's 82 degrees at 11 o'clock at night, and their AC just died. They don't want you to have to wait eight days to get a part. That's right. They need it a lot quicker than that. The availability of the
5: parts is there, plus a warranty for 10 years. So they're not going to warranty you for that long unless they think their product's going to last that long. That's right. So that's why we no- deal with rain because we know they're going to stand behind us so we can stand behind our customers.
1: Has this been a time for you guys where people have maybe done some projects that maybe if this had been any other normal year, they would not have tackled like maybe thinking about a generator or thinking about you know replacing an old water heater with a tankless water heater. Have you seen that
4: happen? I would definitely say so. Uh, generators have definitely picked up. You know, people are at home more. You know, like you've you've been mentioning the rain that we've had. People are losing power. You know. Uh, as, as far as anything outside of that, usually, you know, this is stuff that has to be done whether we wanna have to do it or not. Right. You know, so yeah, it's pretty much all a go. All the go. I've got Alan West
1: with me here from Massey Wood and West, 355-1721 and masseywoodandwest.com. Okay, let's play hypothetical here. I just bought a house, I bought an older house because I wanted to get out in the country. So I'm really happy to have this beautiful two-story farmhouse. One minor problem: it's never had an HVAC unit, and I gotta have an HVAC unit in my house. Take me through the process. How hard is it to retrofit in, in this day and age? How do you guys go through that process of giving a home an HVAC unit for the very first time?
4: Well, usually uh, that's that's a job for Al, you know. Uh, usually the call starts in the office of course mm-hmm. you know someone like myself will take it uh, and, and send it Al's way you know and he's usually mm-hmm. rather quick with getting in contact with the customer and setting up a meeting that works around their time and his time that they can meet and, and take care of something like that uh, usually not a problem at all If your house you have a new house and it doesn't have a HVAC unit Massey and West is the one to call
5: Mm-hmm. You, you have to there's lots of things to figure it in your intakes to the air and how right. you can get it down to it and even with the ones that already had it because your efficiency ratings versus the insulation on the ductwork all of that has to figure that in plus the units that their efficiency rating and sear rating is a whole lot greater now than what it used to be the older units were like 10 seer, now they're 14 sear so they're more efficient, mm-hmm. so they cost you less to operate. But also, you have to figure in the you know the, the type of heat that they're doing, whether they're doing heat pump, or they're doing oil heat, or they're doing gas heat, and all of that figuring in. And this calculations, lots of math involved in in this, and and where your lo- your home is located, right? Because of what they want, whether the people do want natural gas, and or whether the, you know they want oil, or whether they want the electric. You know, because things figure into that. You know, depending on like c- city of Richmond, they might offer you free to run the gas from the street to the house when you're using it for heat. Okay. But if you're doing a heat pump, they're not. Hmm. And you have to figure that into your cost. Cost. Says what you're budgeted for. But we do offer financing. So you know, and that's a you know key for a lot of people,
1: especially in this day and time. Right no doubt. i
5: mean and and then there's some people that can't afford things and get the assistance out there and we can try to you know talk to them and give them those different ways wesley's great with that you know when it comes to people that you know maybe they don't work and they need you know somebody else involved right that can try to help them that allows them in for fuel assistance that kind of thing exactly And, and we work in with all of those things you know just trying to help people get what they need to get their house
1: warm or cool and do it in a safe manner. They come to you with the problem you do everything you can to be the problem solver.
4: That's right we got a little saying in that Massey Wood West and it goes if it looks like the equipment was installed and the house was built around it we can still do it
1: <laughs> I love it <laughs> That's great. That's great now guys before I let you go, um, is it too early to talk about the winter? I mean, I, I know it's so humid outside you can cut it with a knife, and the man it says August 17 on my calendar, but we're going to be cold before we know it.
4: It is never too early to plan ahead, Rob. Now is the perfect time to have your system, water heater, or generator service. We can service all makes and models. It's a good time to have your fuel tanks filled mm-hmm. or, or propane, whether you're residential or commercial. Not a customer? No problem. I can help with that. Just give us a call. Ask for myself. I'm Wesley
5: ask for wesley and, that's and right Al And it's 355-1721 and if you're out of the richmond area we go in all the areas you know mineral louisa and Flavana, you know uh, you know farmville, farmville.
1: you know eight o four three five
5: five one seven two one. And it's,
1: it's so nice in this day and age. You can pick up a cell phone. You don't have to worry about, is this a long distance call? <laughs> is my dad going to get upset if I make this call on the next bill? You can just call for anywhere, anytime. 804-355-1721 for Massey Wood and West. Guys, uh, any final thoughts you want to impart to our listeners just about anything that they might be thinking about right now and how Massey Wood and West can help them out during this time?
4: Massey Wood and West is always here. As Al mentioned, You know, we have multiple financing options even if you're just thinking about something and don't know how it's going to go on the other end give us a call maybe we can help awesome 355-1721
1: masseywoodandwest.com and guys you've been with us since day one over two years ago for in the red zone we cannot thank you enough for your support of this program but more importantly local sports here in the area And we want our fans and our listeners uh, to support you and get the quality products that they need, the service that they need and can trust in this time. And I'm glad you guys took some time out to talk to us a little bit and kind of calm our fears a bit about some of the new questions that we've had in this age of COVID. Wesley, Al, thanks my friends. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome anytime. I'll be back tomorrow. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) We will come back and wrap up this edition of In the Red Zone right after this. There's more to come right after this short break.
2: When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Think and Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Staudenmeyer and the folks at We Think and Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think and Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Think and Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead brochures, or business forms. We Think and Ink in Ashland. If
3: there were a pill that gave you a longer, happier, and healthier life, wouldn't you want it? And if that same pill gave your children better grades and test scores and even insulated them from drugs and delinquency and violence, wouldn't you want them to have it too? I'm Dr. Jeff Scott, pastor at Northside Baptist Church in Mechanicsville. Studies show that regular church attendance is the very medicine that delivers those wonderful results for families like yours. Northside Baptist is different. We're a family of positive, encouraging, and joyful people. You'll love our uplifting music, concise and thought-provoking sermons, and and a love for families. At Northside Baptist, creativity, humor, and variety keep worship fresh and meaningful. Join us Sunday morning at 1015 and discover the difference that an encouraging and joyful church can make in your family's life. Northside Baptist is located at 7600 Studley Road in Mechanicsville. Some butterflies can travel over 2,000 miles. An inchworm can crawl up to one. A ladybug was once clocked at five
1: miles per hour. A dragonfly, over 35. It's amazing what little things can do. At CJ's Thumbs Up Foundation, we've been using small donations to make big differences for children with life-threatening illnesses.
4: Find out how at cjstuff.org. Final
1: moment here tonight on In the Red Zone. Couple of house cleaning things. Uh, Number one, um, that's it for me this week. Uh, The guys, even Calvin doesn't know this, but uh, we will uh, be on vacation the rest of this week. Uh, So we'll return a week from tonight for In the Red Zone as well as Party of Two. Uh, the rest of the week and during the nighttime, though, of course, great major music. Uh, a couple of things on uh, in the red zone in terms of sports, and we'll get into this more next week. We remember we've talked about the VHSL and the kind of the shuffling around of classification for the next two years, beginning with August 2021. The appeals process is now fully underway. Caroline High School has appealed to move down from Region 4B to Region 3B and region 4b has made an appeal you'll recall last week we were talking about how of all the regions in the commonwealth with this new setup they would have 21 teams in in region 4b that's insane there's no way that you can have fair playoffs where you've got one region in class four with 21 teams in it and region 4d in the same class is scheduled to have eight now i understand they're trying to do it geographically but this is just too much and region 4b has put in an official appeal going whoa this is not right you've got to do something about it so i figured something would happen with region 4b if caroline can drop to three it would drop it down to 20 teams if they could find four teams another home and get it down to 16 that is a lot more uh uh, easier to deal with from a scheduling standpoint and frankly from a fairness standpoint when it comes to competition and again all of that takes place officially beginning august of 2021 my friends at massey winter west thanks to them to coach ray hedrick at randolph macon baseball to calvin cecil on the other side rob with them saying have a great night everybody we'll have this up as a podcast later tonight at rbasportsnetwork.com. and i'll talk to you again one week from tonight in the red zone
0: In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a production of WHAN Radio. Our producer is Calvin Cecil. Executive producer is William Roberts. In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a copyright production of Fifth Estate Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or reproduction in part or in whole without the express written consent of Fifth Estate Broadcasting, LLC, is strictly prohibited.